full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric France and AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in and joining us wherever you may be, whether it's live right now on 106.9 FM 1390 AM, if you're streaming us on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Or on our desktop, on your desktop, 1069thefan.com. Or listening to us after the fact on our podcast. Welcome. Thanks for joining, joining us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for participating. Love to get the participation here on the Full Court Press. Always have great comments that come through our Guild Mortgage text line. And if you want to weigh in, ask a question, or uh, give us a topic idea, 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. It's Wednesday, which means it's a uh, what went wrong Wednesday here on the Full Court Press. Yeah, it's crazy that uh, Leon Rose is the one that actually came up with that idea. Because remember, we were kind of done with the movie quiz because we went through all the sports movies, and the rest of them were like rated R, and you didn't feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> so we had to come up with something else, and I think it was Leon Rose who came up with that. To uh, do a what went, and it's actually been a huge hit. So usually, I mean, there's a lot of things that go wrong. LeBron James on Twitter went wrong. Did you see that tweet? LeBron James on Twitter went wrong. Yeah, didn't you not see that today? Uh no, I've missed that one. So there, I don't uh, follow the king. Um, so a police officer uh had shot and killed Micaiah Bryant in Columbus yesterday. At about the same time that they announced Derek Chauvin being guilty of the murder of George Floyd. Well, the police officer was actually a hero in this regard because that girl was going to stab somebody. She had a knife. knife. That's right. So LeBron James, they announced who the police officer is, and he takes a screenshot of the police officer one way or another and then tweets out, you're next. Can't do that. Cannot do that. You're the next hero? Uh, I don't think that's what he had in mind. I don't think he had, yeah. So he could be in some deep doo-doo. With the NBA, um, yeah. He could be in some, yeah. He could be in some trouble. Hey, uh. Don't do dumb stuff. Don't do dumb, don't tweet dumb stuff. Yeah. Uh, Hey, speaking of doing dumb stuff, look. If there is a station off the air. Please do not call the police. Okay? <laughs> Don't call the police. Leave the police out of it. They've got so many better and important things to do than come have to try to get through in the radio building and check why a station is off the air. Unless that a police officer is listening to that specific station and is, you know, jamming out to it, you know, while doing his job, and then he hears a go off air, then yes, he's going to be concerned. But if you are a human civilian citizen of this wonderful valley and you are listening to the station and it goes off air, do not call the police. K. 
Okay. They, they don't. They don't need to. Feel, I mean, we we appreciate your concern, but uh, I do, but I don't. You don't need to call the police. because you're overreacting, and then it helps me overreact when the police show up when I'm alone here in the building, and then you got the police officer walking into the building, and then he needs to ID me. Don't call the police. Yeah, people. Uh, you laugh, but I'm serious. Hey, uh, yesterday we had an interesting discussion about high school sports. Yeah. Where things are with spring athletics. Yeah, it's a fun discussion. So happy that these uh, athletes, these student athletes, are actually being able, able to, to participate. Yep. Last year it was taken away from them. Uh, and uh, we had a text saying, hey, you guys need to uh, spend a little more time talking about track and field. Great text, by the way. Was not attacking like you usually do when you text into the show when you're away. I don't attack. Yes, you do. Asking about sourdough bread is not attacking. You're so... (laughs) I don't know why it's so... You're totally just different. You know that? that. (laughs) You just... (laughs) Unreal. Anyways. (laughs) 2590... Said, hey, we got some great track athletes in the in the valley uh, who are doing really well. Elizabeth uh, is a uh, is killing it. In fact, she uh, placed first in the hundred meter hurdles, um, which was really impressive. And so we wanted to do some more research on track. And two five nine zero gave us a little bit of a hint, Eric. Yes, 2590 has uh, let us know a couple different sources to look at, athletic.net. And uh, there's also some information on the UHSAA website, uhsaa.org slash track, backslash track. Uh, But I'll be honest, I actually was looking at the UHSAA website yesterday for track and field stuff, and I was having a hard time finding uh, specific details about results. Um, so, uh, I, some events are still upcoming, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate the insight though on athletic.net getting some good details there. By the way, Spencer Adams, he texted in, uh, set a school record for the four, for the mile or sorry for a four minute and 30 second mile. That's four minute, 30 seconds in the mile, which by the way, the best run in 4A, as far as I have it here in, on UHSAA, is 517, which was in 1978, set by Jill Mullen. Oh, wait, that's girls. Hold on. We got to find the boys. I don't even know where the boys are. Anyways, good stuff. Oh, this is all girls stuff. Okay. I see what we're doing here. I don't know what his uh, record, I don't know what the record is in 4 but dude, 4 minutes and 30 seconds. That's legit. Spencer Adams, the original line. But did you see the video that was going around yesterday from the Grizzly Invitational this past weekend? Uh, I heard about it. Some dog, I think is what it was. Was that what it was? <laughs> yeah, somebody got the video of, uh, it was like, I don't know which race it was. Looks like it was a girls race. I don't know if it was, um, I don't know exactly what race it was. Well, it looks like it was uh, a relay because she's, she's carrying a baton. But anyway, on the final stretch, there's this girl's coming around. Looks like she's got a pretty good lead. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's like a dog appears on the track and totally chases her down. 
Like, these girls are running fast. This dog just zooms right up to her. If it's a girl dog, she is eligible. (laughs) She is eligible. Without a doubt. Great video. Uh, 435-339-0321 to text into our Guild Mortgage text line. 435-339-0321 to text in. It is open and available for you to hop on. Share your thoughts, concerns, clean jokes. Utah State got a new assistant coach officially. Matt Henry is uh, going to be a part of the staff. Jazz have a big game against Houston. And I say it's big because that Suns team, we, I mean, look, they beat the Bucks. There's a chance instead of going 0-5, they could be going 5-0. and Yeah. And put all the pressure on the Utah Jazz, who are again without Donovan Mitchell. No, look, the Rockets, when they were in Salt Lake uh, right after the All-Star break, the Jazz were a little lackadaisical in that one. Kind of built up a 10-point lead and started to cruise a little bit. And a bunch of these young Rockets players are like, hey, we're still going to compete. And uh, made it uncomfortably close. And the Jazz had to finally push to close it out. Um, but the, they they didn't make it easy for Utah. Uh, when they faced the the last time that they faced each other, now the Jazz are favored by eleven in this one tomorrow or uh, later on tonight. Well, we'll have pregame coverage starting at five fifty here on the Fan. But um, at, you're right; it is a big game because you have to keep pace. And in fact, one of the other teams we're talking about the Suns. You have to stay ahead of the Suns. I don't want to stay ahead of the Clippers too. That's a team playing the best basketball in the NBA right now. I don't. Know, did you get a chance to see that game last night in Portland? Uh, who was it again? I, I didn't. Clippers and Portland. No, I missed it. Portland, um, they had control of the game in the uh, in, late in the game. Had a, not a huge lead, but they were in control. Then the the Clippers kept chipping away at it, and then sure enough, at the very end, they uh, move ahead and ended up winning the game by one. So uh, you know that, that Clippers I, I, basketball team is, of course. Portland was without Damian Lillard. They were without Yusuf Nurkic. They were out without some of their key guys. But the Clippers were also without Kawhi Leonard, too. You know, the Clippers are like that woodpeck, woodpecker that's petrified in a forest. Um, you know, just keep pounding away and away and always looking for an opportunity. <laughs> That'd be the Clippers. What? What are you doing? That, 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 they're, they are. They're like a woodpecker. In a, you know, pe- they're petrified. In the forest, just pecking away, looking for opportunities. Stop. Did you get a transcript of this guy? Nope. <laughs> just the one you remember? <laughs> it's like when your mother in law is going off the edge of the cliff in that Cadillac and you have mixed feelings. <laughs> these, are, these are some of the one liners from this video going around. Montana text Bob Green. I was going to cut the audio, but my Adobe Edition isn't working. But it's so good. <laughs> the key to the win was that your diggers took control early. Kind of like when you get married. That first day, your <laughs> wife takes control early. And that's what the ore diggers did. Our football team was like the kid that plays second French horn in the school band. We got to play better. Uh, you know, and that's a double-edged sword, you know. Uh, 
It's kind of like uh, watching your mother-in-law go off a cliff in a Cadillac. <laughs> you know, you got mixed feelings. <laughs> First of all, they got after hard. I'm telling you, they were like a hobo on a ham sandwich. They were going hard all the way. He's like that black lab on the first day of pheasant hunting season. He was pulling at the chain. We're kind of like a woodpecker in a petrified forest. You know, just keep busy and look for opportunities. <laughs> I wanted to raise my kids using a depth chart. Can you imagine that? I wanted that. Pam Green vetoed that idea. I got a short memory just like when I was in the third grade. Two of the best years of my life. I don't like that bottled water. I like that butte water. You get to eat and drink at the same time. Some aspects look like we're really ready to play. Couple of other aspects look like we just got off Willie Nelson's tour bus. His attitude's positive. He thinks he could take on hell with a squirt gun. It's kind of like that T-bone steak dinner with all the trimmings. They played a complete game. You know, with Jacksonville, what more can happen? Jacksonville's so bad they sentenced prisoners to attend the game. <laughs> everybody expects you to win. Uh, my wife couldn't go to church with me on Sunday, and everybody said, where is she? I said, she doesn't go out with losers. I had a 6 ACT in 1967. Uh, one time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. And all the calls I made on fourth down all those years, you know what my favorite fourth down call was? What? Punt. Punt. It was the most successful play we had. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a mixtape oh, of man. Bob Green. Okay, so we're cutting that audio, and I'm going to let our intern Cody, when he comes back tomorrow, just have a heyday with that. Oh, why didn't we use that in our intro? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wish you would have found that earlier. Uh, hey, 9463. Uh, text into our show to our Gil Mortgage text line again, 435-339-0321. Love to hear from you. Uh, he says, what went wrong Wednesday? I missed all the restaurants that have been closed in the Valley. So the one, Aggie's Iggy's, they used to have incredible bread. A&W in Logan was a classic. Oh, yeah. Copper Mill had the best buffet dinners. And Javier, okay, you know what? Of course Javier's. No, don't. Yeah, they had good no, chips and salsa. don't. Andre just don't got there this. too late. I got there too late. I got there too late. <laughs> you, you, you you struggle. I got there to too late. Personal experience with their dining and food experience firsthand. It's too bad. Thanks for the great recommendation. Yeah. Some of those are definitely iconic. Oh, man. Iggy's was great. Iggy's was awesome. I, I got back from my mission. I went there. And, dude, you went there for the bread alone. The bread was incredible. I like their nachos. And like I never had like an Italian nachos. I had their cheese fries. By the way, so producer Butters, who helps out with VFX, um, uh, he went and got Burger King for him and I, and he got with the family meal, which is like three Whoppers, three cheeseburgers, three fries. I had one Whopper, one cheeseburger, one fry. He ate everything else. He ate everything. You had quite the appetite. Oh man, I was like, dude. <laughs> How are you alive right now? <laughs> How are you not throwing up? Three, four, two, six. If you diss Javier's but we'll eat Chipotle, there's something wrong with you, Salveson. I'm not. No, I'm I'm dissing Javier's because Eric sent me there <laughs> with an awesome gift card when it was already shut down, and Eric followed me to Javier's. He's uh he's not dissing on the food. He's dissing on me. <laughs> I am livid. <laughs> that was so funny. Hey, have you been to Racing Canes? Have you ever been there? Racing No, canes. no, no. Raising Canes. I think Raising it's called Raising canes. canes. Listeners, help me out. 435-339-0321. I heard that place is amazing. And I Where's think it's at? uh I want to say it's like in I they don't have one here in the valley. Oh. They need to get one. But it's like very popular all around the country. Raising Canes. I think is what it's called. 
Hopefully I'm not wrong. But uh, yeah, I heard it's incredible. Like the sauce is amazing. Is what I because I'm a big sauce guy. You're a saucy guy. Oh yeah, I'm I'm saucy. Yeah. Uh, three four two six sounds like the best forty bucks you ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's we need that in the valley too. We got some great restaurants here though. But you know what? I'm pretty sure. Oh, by the way, uh, I heard Angie and Herm are in the transfer portal. And are headed to Utah, Salt Lake, ahead with Craig Smith. <laughs> Angie and Herm. Yep. <clears throat> Two of our best players. I think they're sticking I, around. I hope so. I think you've, uh, that's fake news. <laughs> 5374, Raising Canes. It is Raising Canes. Thank you, 5374. That is the best chicken ever. One is being built in the Salt Lake area. I've never been there, but I've heard glorious things about it. Raising Canes, that's okay, so it is. Thank you, 5374. That is my next goal, to go to Raising Canes. That place is going to be so swamped, though. 0443, Canes is crafted by the gods. Every time we go down to the tournament in Vegas, we go. I didn't know there was one in Vegas. Dude, you were just down there. Oh, really? Oh, man, that sucks. I didn't know there was one there. I would have went there in a heartbeat. You have to wait till next year. Have you ever been to one of these? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh man, I heard it's awesome. Like, like I, a, is it fast food? Is I, it like a sit down place? I, I I think it's I think it's both. I think it's both. Help me out, uh, you texter zero four four three and five three seven four. I I think it's both. I might be wrong though, but I heard the sauce is amazing. I oh I can't believe there's one in Vegas. I'm so angry I didn't go. Hmm. All right. Anyways, um, sorry. Back to sports. I apologize. Now I'm salivating. Uh, Eric, Jazz, Houston tonight. How worried are you right now? Okay, so do you believe in playing for a different seed? I mean, do you believe in like let's let's play for the two seed because of the path to the finals could be easier that way, or do you say, hey? If the Jazz were the number one team, you should be able to beat anybody, anywhere, anytime. Well, I think that if you're the one seed, you get advantage of, especially in the Western Conference, you get home court throughout. Not just the West, but if you are fortunate enough to make it all the way to the end, yeah. you get home court. Yeah. And that's going to happen in the Western Conference. Pretty much can guarantee that. Mm-hmm. Um. So there, that is that in and of itself is a big deal, especially now that there is travel back and forth. So this isn't a bubble situation where seeds really don't matter because there's you do have a home court advantage. More and more fans are being allowed into Vivint Smart Home Arena. Yeah, that matters. And I think that, um, like the Jazz would be in a position to to face either Golden State or San Antonio. Or, uh, you know, potentially Memphis. Probably not likely Dallas. But I like, I mean, any of those. I like the Jazz in any of those matchups. You're not scared of any of those teams? Look, they pose some challenges, but I'm not scared of them. Really? No. Wow. I wish Look, I was San Antonio over the are. last 10 games, they're four and six. <clears throat> Golden State, as much of a terror as Steph Curry has been on, yeah. they're only six and four 
over the last 10 games. But they're still 6 and 4 and Memphis some of those teams that they beat are great. Dallas is 5 and 5. Everybody likes to go goo goo gaga out over individual players, but they conveniently forget did that team actually win the game? Did his team win? Yeah, he may have made a spectacular play or maybe he made some great shots, but what about his team? We forget about that in the NBA TV culture. But he, but the thing about the Jazz is that one individual player can beat the Jazz. Harden's done it. Durant's done it. Westbrook's done it. Bill's done it. Curry can do it. Curry can absolutely beat us. Uh, okay, okay, and I think that may have been true in the past, but when in what cases has that That's taken place? That's been happening this year, too. Okay, so what I'm just going to ask, which cases would you point to where an individual has taken over the game that has... Bradley Bill? Single-handedly beat the Jazz. On a very low, on a very really? low, I'd say bad Westbrook Washington was team. as much as part of that loss as Bradley Beal was. I oh, I I see what you're saying. Bill was the problem, though. Bradley Bill was the problem for us or for the Jazz. Um, trying to think of some other games that we've had. Like Austin Rivers, yeah, nine four six three. Austin Rivers. Dude, that one with when he was with the, I guess he is with the Knicks, where he had like fourteen unanswered oh, points. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. Jazz See, had a comfortable lead, and yeah. they just conveniently just kept forgetting loose, to cover man. him. It was unreal. I so what I'm saying is, great superstars can be the thorn in the side for Utah, and that is the case here. Steph Curry scares me. If they can get through, though, they gotta. I mean, they got to get to the seventh race spot, but if they can get through, boy, watch out. Um, I was reading some tweet uh, about like if the Jazz finish one as of right now, what their schedule would look like, or I guess what their playoff path would look like, and then if they were to finish two, what it would look like, and two at right now looked a little bit more quote unquote cozier than the one seed. So, um, yeah, there, there's a little bit of fear there. Absolutely. I want to do this. Uh, actually, we need to take a timeout, but when we come back, uh, we'll do a little bit more of an explanation of the play-in tournament and what that looks like and who the Jazz would potentially face. As we talk about this, I think it bears a little bit more of an explanation of how the play-in tournament works. Uh, and we'll talk about that. We'll continue our What Went Wrong Wednesday. Love to get your recommendations. What went wrong? We don't have a Raising Canes here. 5374 has talked me into it. It's like Chick-fil-A. So it's like set up to like go sit down or drive through. And 342 well, Every fast food place is set up like that. And then 3426, Canes is a great southern food out of Louisiana. Awesome chicken. But if it changes like Sonic has in the valley, not going to be worth it. Sonic was awesome in the south as well. They're saying that they're going to build a Canes on Riverdale Road next to the Krispy Kreme. I'd go there. I would take my lunch hour and go there. <laughs> You're going to be gone for a few hours. Go grab a piece of Don't uh, care. chicken. Don't it, care. It, it's sauce. worth it. It's worth it. Got to get the sauce. Yes. All right. More coming up on the Full Court Press. Uh, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Earth Day is coming up. We have some laundry units that are less stressful on the environment, energy efficient, and won't be in a landfill in two years. Our Maytag front load washers use less water and clean amazingly well. Plus, get $20 off our earth-friendly Excelsior laundry detergent with the purchase of select laundry pairs. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. 
If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard, aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your feedback on the Guild Mortgage text line. 435-339-0321. Also want to remind you, hey, come join us on Thursday at Castle Manor. Come tomorrow. If you're looking for a job, if you're looking for a career change, or just looking to improve your current employment situation, um, come out to Castle Manor between 11 and 6. It's there in Hyde Park. And... Uh, Come prepare. There's, there's businesses that are looking to hire people right now. Bring a resume. Uh, you may even be interviewed on the spot. There's some businesses that I know of that may be conducting some on-site interviews. So uh, come check it out. It's uh, from 11 to 6 at Castle Manor tomorrow. Um, and it's the Cash Valley Media Group Job Fair. More details on cashvalleymediagroup.com. You know, I, if Raising Canes is there, I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to take the interview right there. <laughs> if Javier's is there, I'm going to interview, but then I'm going to decline the offer, no matter what. Say you're not available anymore? Yeah. I am. I don't think they have a job unavailable. At, at Raising Canes for just sauce testers. How do you know? Are you, are you familiar with Raising You don't know who Raising Canes <laughs> is. Maybe they do have a sauce tester. Maybe they're looking for one now, and maybe I'm their guy. <laughs> you're the guy. You're uniquely qualified. Yes. My resume speaks for itself. Big fan of Raising Cane since it started. <laughs> Never eaten there before in your life. Big fan. All my life. 3426 and 5374 got me there. I owe it all of them. They, they could be my references. Hey, um, <clears throat> just a little bit more on the Utah Jazz, if I may. Uh, if you had to pick three teams that you can match up, with in the first round of a seven-game series, give me give me one team that you think we would lose to, and give me one team you think we could beat. 
Sorry, I got to look up the standings one more time. Say that one. Okay. Ask that question one okay, more yeah, time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you get, you know, uh, you're in the first round and you get, you know, choose one opponent that you think scares you and that because they could beat you in a seven game series, that is realistic within that option, and one team that you think we'd sweep in four games without even breaking a sweat, that is a realistic option right now. Okay. I think first round. Um, I think that the Jazz would take care of Memphis. Memphis plays them tough, but yeah, the Jazz were able to take care of Memphis. I think just with their personnel and the way that we match up, I think that's probably the uh, the easiest of those four potential. The one that probably would give me the most pause, and maybe it just depends on the health of Kristaps uh, Porzingis, but I, I would think it has to be Dallas. Really? Look at you jumping on the Dallas train. Just because Luca is a hard hard cover, and if Chris Tapps is healthy, he draws potentially draws Rudy Gobert out of the paint. 5760 says, beat the Grizzlies easily, and then lose to Warriors if Curry goes supernova. That's the team. See, I think we'd sweep Memphis as well. I don't think Memphis would be a problem. Golden State scares the life out of me. Draymond Green could have a bad game. Steph, I mean, a great game. Steph Curry could do what he does so well. Um, you give... Steph Curry and this Warriors team any bit of light that they could have a chance to beat you, you're in trouble. You're in absolute trouble. Um, now, from top to bottom and on paper, the Jazz are a better team than Golden State is, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, Golden State has won five of their last six. I mean, I talked about what their last ten looked like, but they've won five of their last six. Uh, those are wins against Houston, Denver, at Oklahoma City, at Cleveland, at Philadelphia. They lost to Boston. But, I mean, they were in it with Boston the whole way. Yeah, true. 119-114. Uh, 9463 Jazz would eat Memphis by 20. Uh, Jazz in four in that series. Warriors could keep up with the Jazz, silly contingent on Steph averaging 45 a night. And 3426 says... Beat Memphis or the Mavs, and then I don't want to see the Suns. Luckily, you wouldn't have to see the well, Suns until the Western Conference yeah, Finals. Western Conference. Well, hopefully, that would be the uh, case. Finals. Um, but everyone seems like, hey, it's Memphis. Like, if it's Memphis, four games in and out, we're done. We're moving on to the next round. Right. I, and I, I, I would agree with that. Give me what, what's seven. So here's here's how the the play in tournament yes. works. Just as a reminder, now it was a new thing in the bubble and. There wasn't home court, and it was all kind of weird anyway. So yeah. I don't know that a lot of people really understood what was going on. Yeah. But this is the proposal. This It's not a proposal. This is what they're going to do. It was uh, approved unanimously by NBA governors. Can't call them owners. Jeez. Governors uh, last year. So uh, the, uh, the, the seventh and the eighth place teams play each other. And... If the seventh place team wins, they become the um, the seventh seed. Now, if the eighth place team wins, um, it gets a little bit more tricky. So the the loser should say the the loser of the seven eighth game is faces the winner of the nine ten game to determine the eighth seed. So. The seventh, eighth place teams, whoever wins that, becomes 
the seventh seed. In the ninth place, ninth and tenth place teams, that winner has to face the loser of seven and eight. And then whomever wins that one becomes the eighth seed. So if you're in the seventh and eighth spot, you have an extra opportunity to still be in the playoffs. If you're in that ninth or tenth place, you have to win multiple times to get into that eighth seed. So there is a little bit of an advantage if you're the seventh or eighth. If you win, you're in. If you lose, you still have one more chance to get in. Hmm. So what what's seven through ten look like again on the on the western side? Dallas is at seven. Okay. They are a game ahead of Memphis. Memphis is a game ahead of Golden State. Wow. But Golden State and San Antonio are tied. Okay, so here's what I think is going to happen. Crystal ball. Mavericks will be seven. Golden State will be eight. Memphis will be nine. San Antonio will be ten. And then seven plays eight or seven plays nine in that tournament? So seven plays eight. And whomever wins... Whomever wins the 7-8 is automatically in. They get the 7 seed. Whoever loses, they go to f- play the uh, the winner of the 9-10 seeded teams. See, so, for practical you, purposes, kay. Dallas and Memphis would play each other. We'll say Dallas wins. Okay. Dallas holds on to their number 7 spot to face the Phoenix Suns. Memphis, they will drop and they will face whomever wins between San Antonio and Golden State. Let's say Golden State wins. So Golden State has to beat San Antonio, and then they would have to beat Memphis to get into that number eight spot. So like they're one-game playoff games to advance. So as you're explaining it, do you realize how stupid this is? Does it like finally like click your – 3426 text in. It's just dumb. Why not just give the first and second place team a bye, then let everybody else play it out? First and second teams move on to the second round. They'll face whoever gets there. Well, I realize how dumb this is. It is a little tricky. Tricky? Wow, you're being really not. I don't know, like, if you're BFFLs with Adam or what, but dude, this is not tricky. it, It creates a single game exciting. Playoff. We don't. It's, it's like the, Major no, League no, Baseball no, no, does a single game. It is completely the wild unnecessary. Card? Wild card is different. This is completely unnecessary. Why is this any different than the one game wild card? It's so much different because Eric, there's teams that are already slotted into their places as the seventh and eighth seeded team. Why do you have to make those two play each other to see who's the seventh seed? Why? Why? I don't get that. This is like this is. Boggling to me. Why are we making okay? You finish seventh, you finish eighth, but you two have to play each other to see who's going to be officially the seventh seed. Do you see what I'm saying here? And then nine and ten get a play, and they're like, okay, whoever wins gets a chance to be the eighth seed because this eighth team lost to the seventh team, and so now they got to play you guys. That is just holy heck. Why? <laughs> that is so dumb. Uh, five seven six zero. The playing tournament gets rid of a lot of teams tanking. I agree. Yeah, no, no. Well, it doesn't really. Yes. We, we, look. No, because Golden State, San Antonio, New Orleans, up. and even to some degree Sacramento, they are still having to be engaged, wanting to be in the hunt. They don't have to Maybe be engaged. Maybe not so much Sacramento. They don't have to be engaged. That's three or four teams that normally would be, it's, we're out of the hunt, we're not going to get there. New Orleans probably is out of the hunt at this point, but there's still a chance that they – 
San Antonio gets cold. Golden State gets cold. They get hot. They could still play their way into the potential into It'll, the playoffs. It makes more teams tank. Right? Okay, you know what? Actually, three, four, two, six says the exact same thing. No, it makes more teams tank because then they can just win a playing game, and there's no reason to win your regular season. Exactly. What do we like? Why? Because you want it. You don't want. You want to avoid the play-in game. You don't want to be down in that muck. You want to try to still be a one through six at the very least. Okay, when, but when, six is very incredibly unrealistic for them, for a New Orleans team. And so what, you're going to play for a chance to play the ninth seed team, and if you lose, well, you're still back into the, I mean, come on. It's a televised event. No, for no. more tickets. Spare me the more money sponsors. conversation. Spare me the money conversation. The NBA can't spare the money conversation. No, this is they about the team. absolutely have to have it's a about the money team. conversation. So we're going to waste our time seeing Zion Williamson get his butt kicked in a 9-10 place game to see who gets to play the 8th place team, who by the way is playing the 7th place team, just to see who's going to be 7th when we already have a 7th place team already put in. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, 3426, selling for mediocrity again. Thank you. It's just... I can't be the only one walking this train. I think yesterday a couple people agreed with me. But that is just, it makes no sense. And, and again, it's a participation kind of thing. But right now, the ninth and the tenth seeds in the, in the Western Conference are at 500. 29 and 29 for Golden State, 28 and 28 for San Antonio. In the Eastern Conference, because that was part of the argument too. Like, hey, these are teams with winning records, and they're, they're left out. They're just on the fringe. There's some exciting things going oh on there. Gosh. There's all-stars. Okay, hold on. There's exciting players what we want to see in the, the playoffs. What is the team's record in the Eastern Conference? Well, in the Eastern Conference, it's a different story. No, what is the record? Charlotte is a eighth-place team, and they're 28-29. and 29. Okay. Indiana is next at n- in ninth with a record of 26-31. and 31. It's getting better. Here we go. <laughs> Chicago is 24-33, and 33, tied with Washington 24-33. and 33. But I guess because of tiebreakers, Washington's on the outside. Oh man, and that's Toronto, gonna be great. Toronto's a half a game behind them. Can't They're wait. at twenty-four and thirty-four. Hey, can't wait to see twenty-four and thirty-three, nine games under five hundred. Washington Wizards going to eighth place and then just man, really try to give it a go against the number one seventy sixers. Well, you've got three teams in the Eastern Conference fighting for a playoff They're spot. They're not fighting for a Trying playoff. Trying to make it to the playoffs, spot, Eric. Come on. Those teams can't they're, just okay, fold it okay, in. Okay, so they're okay with going into eighth place and getting their butts kicked by the one seed? That's what we're doing? I would rather tank and go into the lottery and give myself a chance there. Some of these teams are going to say that, too. Some of these teams are going to get deep enough in and we're going to be like, you know what? We don't want any part of this. Let's just tank, lose these games, and we're in the lottery. 5-7-6-0, playing tournament or not, the seventh and eighth seeds aren't winning a series anyway. So why waste our time doing a playing game? Uh, three, four, two, six. Does everybody who makes the playoff get a trophy? That's 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 they get a to great say, question. They get to say they were a playoff oh, team. Oh no! They don't no. get a trophy, but they got to say we were a playoff oh, team. Oh yeah, you were a playoff team who was in tenth place and got in because of it, of a playing game. Because of one game, you got in. One game. It's 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 horrible. Do we say that in Major League Baseball with the one game wild card? Uh, the wild card is set up differently. 
We're not it's taking, a one game, no, single to no, try no, no, to no, advance no, 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 to make no, no, it or not. We're not taking the second to the last team in the division and saying, hey, let's give you that one shot since, man, you competed really hard, and let's give you that one shot to go play one of the teams who qualified for the playoffs. We're not taking the last place Oakland Athletics to go do it. It's teams that are qualified for the playoff. It's well, in the NBA, you're not taking last place teams. You're taking 10th place, nine games under 500. Washington Wizards. What is that, Eric? It's pretty close to last place. Not when you have the Detroit Pistons and Orlando Magic. Okay, don't do, you. don't do that. Do you know better? You know better. <laughs> Say that with a straight face, I dare you. <laughs> I mean, Eric, come on. Like, this playing game is just an absolute massacre. Uh, now, let's see, 9463. Pick a new subject, Audrey's about to explode. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Three, four, two, six. Baseball only takes 10 teams to the playoffs. Now the NBA is taking 20. There you go. And two, seven, seven, six. Yeah, Eric. What does that mean? Gala apples and Fuji apples are completely different regarding wild card games. Yeah. Yeah. Apples and oranges. <laughs> They're still apples. Hey, by the way, did that guy come pick up his oranges today? He came and squawked about it. Yeah. He, he Mr. Did. BYU Cougar himself. Yeah. Yep. He, by the way, he thinks Zach Wilson. Uh, He's going to go with number one in the draft. He said it. Probably going number two. Not to this guy. I hear he likes number two. <laughs> Don't More of that. what went wrong Wednesday here on the Full Court Press. What went wrong? Uh, certainly we've got to get to an international flair for what went wrong Wednesday with the uh, football. Oh, yeah. You, someone's got to explain this to me. So weird. Uh, so we'll get into that. Also, preview the high school football schedules that have been released for Region 11 and look at the non-region games that are standing out. And NFL owners are okaying some rule changes for the upcoming season. We'll get into that as well. Coming up on the Full Court Press. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. It takes months to put together our anniversary sale. This is Ed at Fisher Home Furnishings. We've called Flexdeal, Lazy Boy, Bassett, Serta, every one of our name brand manufacturers to get their very best prices. Fisher's is stocked up for this anniversary sale. Find the lowest mark price and then you can take an additional 15, 20, up to 25% off. Furniture and mattresses, flooring, and also in our appliance department. Check out our custom design center and get exactly what you want. No interest financing is available. The anniversary sale going on right now at Fisher Home Furnishings or shop anytime at fisherhf.com Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880, 753 
Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with another tip for your lawn. It's been a wet, cool, crazy year for your lawn. Soil temperatures have been slow to warm up. Over the next few weeks, you'll see weeds fight for space and try to take over your lawn. Dandelions pack about 200 seeds on each flower. Those seeds can blow up to 5 miles and live up to 7 years. We can help you win the weed battle. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctor.com. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on a What Went Wrong Wednesday on the Full Court Press. 3-4-2-6. Zach Wilson to the Jets, biggest bust in the draft. What went wrong is Zach Wilson going to the Jets. That's where quarterbacks go to die. <laughs> and Zach it's might literally die. Does that time change it? Since they've had Does that change it? any sense of success. I mean, I, I know I mean the new coach, I mean, over a new system. Maybe some, you know, upside in the draft if you can get a couple of offensive linemen that can take care of you. Does Zach Wilson become the new Taysom Hill of the NFL? BYU quarterback who can change a franchise oh my God. and be an impact player. Taysom Hill hasn't changed anything but the cleats uh, that Drew Brees has done using. Um. I, does he change that the trajectory of that program? No. It's going to take more than just Zach Wilson. They're going to need some good offensive linemen. Yeah. Good running backs, some good receivers, pressure defense. And they have so none of that much, right now. So much that they, they have need. none of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 2776 on the Guild Mortgage text line. I can explain the Super League debacle to Ajay if he needs. I have crayons and everything. Okay, yeah. Explain this to me like a five year old. Uh, a bunch of soccer teams in Europe okay. who play in different leagues wanted to come together to form their own group of teams, like their own buddies coming together and saying, we're just going to play with the cool kids. Okay, Only the cool kids will play together. Yeah. And then those kids that got left out were really sad. Okay. And they complained to their friends and their friends' friends. And then they started to make those cool kids feel bad. So some of them said, you know what? That's just not right. We're going to change our mind, and we don't want to leave others behind. So they changed their mind and reversed course. So they're going to play with dumb kids now. They'll just play with everybody now. Not dumb kids. They'll play with everybody now. So it's explain this to me like I'm a two-year-old then. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. So wait, 5760. What went wrong? Uh, Grayson Allen not jumping high enough on a dunk in crunch time versus the Nuggets. By the way, that was really good. 
2776, they wanted a closed American system to avoid revenue sharing with lower tier teams. The most vocal opponents were the teams who were going to be Super Leagues, going to the Super League's own supporters. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, it takes more than just a few seconds. I want the crayons back. <laughs> okay, so so it's kind of like what BYU would do. Like, BYU and Utah were the cool kids in the Mount West Conference. Well, it's a system that is unlike anything that's used in America. Okay. Does it Now, would it impact college football? Consider to, it like this. We have the FCS. Yep. Like Weber State FCS. Yep. And then we have Division One, the football, or the FBS. Yep. It, it would work in a way that if you played really well the FCS, you could move up to the FBS. Okay. But if you're playing crappy football at the Division One level, mm-hmm. you could be sent down to that other level. Okay. That makes sense. And so and it would work like this. So it would fluctuate. But what these guys are saying is, look, we just want a one league here where we're going to keep the money among ourselves. Almost as if what's being proposed for uh, autonomous conferences, breaking away, paying players, doing things like that. If football decided to do this, college football, Super League, and you had to take five teams from each conference, or all power five conference, and you get two teams from the G5. I mean, you're taking Bama from the SEC, Clemson from the ACC, Oklahoma from the Big 12, Ohio State from the Big 10. Well, you don't want the biggest money generating. And you not just not limited to how many per conference. You'd want to say who are the biggest revenue generating. Which teams? are those teams? And then USC from the Pac-12. And then you had to take two G5 teams. You're taking BYU and who? You wouldn't take BYU. Money generating teams, BYU. Compared to Texas and Tennessee and Ole Miss and USC and Here's the thing though. You're taking because you get Washington, one team from each power five Notre conference. Dame. It doesn't have to that's that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be limited to oh. how many by conference. Oh. Majority of them could be coming out of the SEC and a few wow. out of the ACC. Quite a few out of the Big Ten. Uh two seven seven six clarifies they would still be playing in their domestic league this will be a midweek league to replace the champions league that's probably way too much for aj why do they have a champions league in a midweek league like it's like playing like softball in five different leagues why you're in three co-eds two men's like come on well what i don't get is like they've spent a lot of time debating this and then they finally sprung for it, and they like ran the numbers. Like this is we're going to be financially, it's going to be so much better for all of us. And then these other bodies, governing bodies, starting to uh, get concerned there, and say, "Well, you can't qualify to play in the World Cup if you do this." Which how they don't have authority to choose that. They shouldn't have authority to determine that. But my understanding of European soccer is. About on par with my understanding of uh, track. local track. Yeah, sorry. Uh, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Had a few other uh, texts that are coming through. Love to get more from you. 435-339-0321. Right here on the Full Court Press. Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 0% APR on the 2021 Honda CRV or HRV. 
Visit your Utah Honda dealers or utahhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for car repair. Lights on again. Can you believe this? Unbelievable. So don't risk it. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for transmission repair. Guy in his cheap transmission fluid. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. Find your Logan Amco dealer at 75 East 20th North. Call 752-1940. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event is back. This year's prices are some of the best they've seen. In an effort to keep everyone safe, Earth Day will look a little different this year, running the entire week of April 19th through the 24th. Earth Day will only be held at Valley Recycling's facility at 145 North 10th West. To limit overcrowding and to keep wait times minimal, appointments are required to drop off your recyclables. Schedule your appointment online at valleymetalrecycling.com. Snacks and cold drinks will be available. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event, April 19th through the 24th. For prices and drop-off appointments, visit valleymetalrecycling.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. So what went wrong with this Super League idea is just how quickly they folded. Yeah. Like it didn't take much public pressure. I mean, they had to have known it was coming. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, oh, weird. It's an interesting concept, and frankly, I'd, I'd kind of like to see some version of the relegated format that, that is used there in some of our sports. But really in America, they call it all, what do they call it? Closed. Um, so everybody gets a chance for that same kind of revenue, but you still have teams that are going to make more than others still. But if you improve and you play well, you should be able to move up. Like even within FBS, like if you're in the Mountain West and you're playing really well, can you be relegated up to the Pac-12? And if a Pac-12 team playing like crap do they get sent down to the mountain west i'm still sold that byu would be considered in that big power group they read they 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 get revenue they get a lot of money they sell uh, and i don't deny tickets. that they don't get revenue but i i when i'm thinking in compared to some other big national names i would take byu over texas Whoa. texas tech what absolutely no way absolutely texas is one of the biggest revenue generating schools in America. And you'd put BYU ahead of Texas. Okay, but are we talking about TV ratings too, if we were to put this together? Because no one's going to want to watch Texas. People would tune in to watch BYU. I don't know. Well, I mean, you have a certain dedicated audience for BYU. Absolutely. It is a national brand to a degree, so is Texas. Yeah, but Texas has ran dry. Just because it's it's stale in you. I mean, when's the last time Texas was really good? Uh two seven seven six texts in. Come over at six AM on Saturday morning. We'll watch Premier League on Peacock oh, and I'll sweet. explain it all to you. Yeah, hey, uh if you'll make some pancakes, that'd be great. 
Uh, then uh, he also adds, you're doing great, Eric. Thank you. Oh, what? Oh, okay. do my best. And then he also adds, ha, 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 ha. Ajay showing his true royal blue colors. No. Texas dwarfs BYU. They're not getting it. 9463. Texas is top five athletic program in the nation. Come on, Ajay. It's true. They are. I mean, there's athletic there's a lot of data available. There's a lot of data available to that. Just like the Knicks have one of the highest valued teams in the NBA, even though they're a bad team. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I know we don't normally focus on politics on this show, but the Derek Chauvin verdict yesterday in Minneapolis seemed to have a central place in the sports world this week. Leagues and teams released statements. Players took to social media. By no means did it feel like anyone was taking a victory lap. George Floyd's death is a tragic situation from start to finish, and the magnitude of this story has had a deep impact on the men and women who compete in nearly every sport. There had already been a growing interest in social justice. We've seen that with jerseys with different leagues. But then 2020 came along and it became a driving force. Athletes didn't want to take the field until those issues were at least addressed. That doesn't mean that we've solved anything. Far from it. Problems, big problems still remain. Our country is still divided. Maybe the sports world won't ever have a major impact. But one thing is abundantly clear. Athletes are going to keep trying. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SiO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic Made Easy. Guys, there's one thing we all face, and it's age. It's inevitable. But we don't have to let age beat us. We can still feel good, strong, lean, and that's why I take M-Drive, the supplement, every day. Powerful ingredients backed by science. You get energized, stronger, leaner. You can hear it in my voice. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. M-Drive's available at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. M-Drive. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. The Cache Valley Media Group is looking to hire an administrative assistant slash traffic director. Duties include answering and directing calls, greeting public, data entry with a high level of accuracy, and daily scheduling of radio and digital messages. Must be computer literate, knowledge of Excel and Word, have basic accounting experience, the ability to multitask, learn and understand new software, a self-starter, and work well with others. Previous media experience is a plus but not required. Pay based on experience, benefits, and training provided. All inquiries kept confidential. Send your resume to jobs at cvradio.com. Begged and even pleaded, and the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Fox Sports, and here.
here's what you need to know. Lead things off in the NBA. LeBron James isn't back on the court just yet, but he is active on social media. James took his act to Twitter today after Micaiah Bryant, a 16-year-old black girl, was shot and killed by a Columbus police officer yesterday afternoon while she was attempting to stab another female. LeBron tweeted out a picture of the police officer who is reported to have shot and killed the girl, writing, you're next. Hashtag accountability. LeBron has since then deleted the tweet. His teammate, Anthony Davis, says he plans on playing tomorrow against the Dallas Mavericks if he feels good, and he has missed more than a couple months of action because of his calf injury. In Major League Baseball, Nelson Cruz so far, he's two for five, four runs driven in, and a couple of homers. Minnesota's not done yet. In fact, in the top of the ninth inning against Oakland, and they're out in front right now by a score of 10-9. to Milwaukee's at San Diego. Brewers with a 4-2 lead over the Friars. I'm David Gascon. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. But that uh, really does mean... Ajay is worked up. No, no. <laughs> the What Went Wrong Wednesday no. theme has <laughs> got him in a tizzy. <laughs> okay, so after the conversation we just had, um, Piranhas, I love Piranhas. He tweets in, uh, Ajay, Eric, for this radio show happening in Cass Valley, I sure do get tired of hearing Ajay constantly Tooting the horn of YBU like he doesn't even like Utah State. Stop it! I love the Aggies. I am an Aggie. I graduated an Aggie. Okay? The sagebrush. It's where it grows. Okay, you're talking about revenue uh, schools, yes. right? Athletic programs? Yeah. Texas, you know, this is as of this USA Today, 2018-2019 finances. Texas, number one. Total revenue. This is total revenue. 220, basically $224 million in total revenue. Texas A&M is second at $213 million. Ohio, followed by Ohio State at $210. Michigan at $198. Georgia at $174. And all these are in the black. Uh, looking at all these, they have the rev- total revenue and total expenses. So far, all of these are in the black. Uh, Alabama, excuse me, uh, Penn State's number six at 164. Alabama at 160. That actually is a program that's in the red, according to these. They had 160 million in total revenue, 185 in total expenses. Wow. Oklahoma, number eight. I'm just going to go through the top 10, just give you a flavor. Uh, so Oklahoma's number eight at 163. Florida is next at 159, about 160. And LSU right behind them at 158. 3426. And if you're going to, for revenue, if you're going to go revenue in regards to this topic, you forgot Oregon, a.k.a. Nike Central. Now, I, I do agree. Revenue is incredible for those universities you just mentioned. Oregon is 26th on this list, by Ooh. the way. 
man, that's really yes. Okay, Iowa, Iowa is ahead of Oregon. So don't Iowa is number fourteen. Don't don't let the text line scream at me. But where is BYU? Well, since they're a private college, they don't have to oh, yeah, report that, these details. That's true. Good point. Great point. Uh, let's see. Where's Utah State on this? Weber State, they're one eighty. You may not want to look. <laughs> Fifteen million. Oh man. Utah Valley's one sixty eight. That surprises me that Utah Valley would have a little bit more than Weber. Where is it? Are, is Utah State below Utah Valley? Utah State is 74th. Oh, okay. We're good. Revenues of 41 million. Okay. 41 and a half. We're doing all right then. Right behind Nevada. Hey, can I ask our listeners one question, though? We're talking about Super Leagues and soccer and such. If you could have one league field, let's say eight teams, and this would be for both football and basketball, and Utah State was included. What teams would you want in that league to make it competitive? Um, to make it fun with rivalries included. Give me eight teams that include Utah State, so now seven teams that you'd want in that conference. I think it was uh, who was it? The mid major, mid major site. Okay, and they did this. Like, let's make a super league for mid major teams. Okay, and uh, Utah State was on the list. Um, they also included New Mexico and New Mexico State, Gonzaga and BYU. They were on the list. Wow. Okay, but and, and I guess this would yeah. So I guess it'd be basketball and football. So yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So Eric, uh, eight teams. But so I think if you're if you're gonna say, look, you have to be a football and men's basketball playing school. Yes. You have to have a level of success in both of those sports. Oh, sorry. Uh, three, four, two, six. Whatever Salveston is smoking. I want some. No way BYU is even close to Texas or Texas Tech. You have to be, you have been light blue washed into thinking BYU is bigger than it really is. Yeah, yeah BYU is not on the same stratosphere of those guys. Okay, so back to the conference question. Seven teams along with Utah State. Text in 435-339-0321. Here's my seven schools along with Utah State. That I, if we could create a conference of our own, um, i take BYU. Football and basketball, right? Yeah. BYU. I take Boise State. Um, I take Colorado State. Boy, it's actually harder than I thought it was. Um, I take oh, no Weber State camp. Man, it's hard. I don't know. Because I mean, you kind of want it to re- like re- regionally in a way make sense. Las Vegas, obviously. I mean, it'd be the Mountain West, just at way right, like, in the BYU. It's a Mountain West plus BYU, or would you pick off like Utah and Colorado? I don't want Utah in there, though. I'll take Colorado. I don't want. Why Utah. Why wouldn't you want Utah in there? Why would you? They're a perennial top twenty-five team in football. Yeah, but they won't. I mean, and they're uh, they're really close to being a good basketball team once again. Okay, let's. I mean, Craig Smith did go there, but they haven't played a game yet. Let's see how close they really are. Oh, they have a very. Rabid fan base. Oh, three good four two, donor support. Three four two six Houston. Ooh, yeah. Houston, Houston would be. I take addition. Houston in a heartbeat. Ooh, that's a good one. I take Houston in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I don't know if I want Utah. I take BYU. 
you know? And then there, there might be some pettiness to it. But, yeah, I don't want... Oh, man. I don't know if I could do Utah. I don't know how you would leave Utah out. I don't want him in there, though. I mean, I know it's pettiness, and I get it. It's petty-wise. But, man, I just... Oh, hits in the craw hard. 4348, that's some good suggestions. Kay. Boise. Okay, yep. BYU. Okay. Oregon. Oh, I'd love Oregon. Utah. Okay. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Nevada. Yes. Gonzaga. Okay. And Houston. Okay, that'd be the best basketball conference we ever had. Basketball, yes, that'd be great. I don't know how Gonzaga gets in with, if we're talking football and basketball. Well, maybe they don't. And, no, maybe they don't. Maybe they just, you know, they, they, we just, we, we. They have like the Hawaii we exception make an for football. Yeah, we make Mountain the adjustment. And by the way, I would boot Hawaii out. I would boot Hawaii out. I would take out Air Force. I would take out Wyoming. I would take out, I take out. Uh, San Jose. Absolutely. Don't need to be there. What about San Diego State? No. No, Fresno, no. A great recruiting grounds, big cities. I'm not sold on that, but I could get why. Nine three one five on the Guild Mortgage text line: Utah, BYU, Boise, Colorado, San Diego. I'm guessing that's San Diego State, not San Diego University. Yes, please be San Diego State. UNLV, Arizona, and Utah State. Arizona, I. I'd probably say you Arizona State. Uh, yeah, Arizona. I might take AZ State. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So who? So Utah, BYU, Boise State, Colorado. Colorado's a good one. UNLV's an interesting choice. Arizona State. I would take Arizona. Oh, he says Arizona. I take AZ State and Utah State. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. Six eight nine one. What about Duke? <laughs> Hey, Duke, what you up to in North Carolina? You want to come over and cross the country and play in our conference? Fly five hours for every game? Come on. Coach K would love it. He's a big fan of that kind of stuff. Yeah. 4348, maybe UCLA instead of Gonzaga. Okay, there you go. Okay, now we're cooking. But isn't it kind of strange I wipe out San Diego State, but I keep UCLA? <laughs> like, no, yes. not Fresno, not San Diego State. Oh, yeah, UCLA, why not? Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Do you remember with the whole BYU Big 12 shamble that was? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And BYU felt like they got robbed, and Big 12's like, look, you were never coming in the first place. It was never place. that close. Yeah. Think of the history. <laughs> Utah uh, State used to be in the same conference as Arizona State. What? Yeah. When? No way. This yes. can't be real. Yeah. I want proof. It used to be in the same conference. Doug Hoffman, if you're listening, which you're probably not, let me know. Really? We call it the PCAA. What was that? Pacific Coast Athletic? Something like that. Is that really true? I'm checking this out. PCAA conference. Oh, wow. What do you know? There's actually such thing as a PCAA conference. Why should you doubt me? Just accept it as no, truth. No, because it's you. That's that's the problem. Okay, so the original five uh, original five original charter members were Fresno State, San Jose, UC Santa Barbara, San Diego State, Long Beach, Cal State, Los Angeles, and University of Pacific. And then later on, it evolved. Utah State was the first school outside of California, and then UNLV, Nevada, La Tech, Boise State joined as football only members. 
as did southwestern Louisiana, and Arkansas State was in there too. Arizona State was never there, man. Yeah, they were never there. Hmm. I am thinking of a different conference. They were, yeah. Great, great, uh, great effort, though. <laughs> Bringing up, yeah, they were never even there. Arizona State, yeah. Um, I know this kind of stuff, okay? I know it. Yeah, anyways, uh, man. So, yeah, I was actually having a hard time with that, but you bring up, okay, 3426. San Diego State, Colorado, Houston. Man, I love the Houston idea, by the way. Utah, UCLA, Oregon, Arizona State, Utah State. I would be all over that. Oh, he leaves out BYU, too. Uh, 8968, please don't call into this number. Um, Yeah, Houston, Utah, UCLA, Oregon, Arizona State, Utah State. Man, he leaves. That's a good conference, too. Now you're traveling a little bit more than you probably like. But Colorado there, I'd be okay with that. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be okay with it. It's fun, but it's never going to happen. Okay, you don't have to be like a Debbie Downer. Golly. Let's go back to our boring lives. Air Force, Colorado State, Wyoming, 2305. USU, Utah, BYU, Washington State, Oregon State, Colorado State, San Diego State, Boise State. That's solid. Washington State would be really good. Oregon State. I I could see the Pac 12 trying to shed. Oregon State and Washington. Oh, State. in a heartbeat, in an absolute heartbeat. Yep. Oh boy, they would. They that would not surprise me. The only value that comes from Oregon State, and I hate to be this guy, is baseball. That's the only value you get out of it. Is is, is baseball alone? Washington State, it's football, sure. Man, Colorado State though, I like. Boise State, I like. Hmm. And of course, San Diego State. <coughs> Excuse me, eight nine six eight. I believe that Arizona and Arizona State were in the old Rocky Mountain Conference before there's a WAC conference back in the '60s and earlier. Well, Rocky Mountain go. Athletic Conference. So, uh, wow, six. Go back huh? and see their former members. Okay, BYU used to be a member. Okay. Colorado State. Both of those until 1938. Dixie State. Well, that was 2018 to 2020. Uh, let's see. Let's see. University of Utah was there until the 19, 1910 to 1938. Utah State was a member until 1938. Not seeing Arizona or Arizona State on here. Well, we'll have to do some more digging on that. Yes, you will. You absolutely will. Um, <laughs> Leon Rose, get RJ to speak it so it can happen. I'm not, no, this is not how this works, you guys. It's not how it works. Arizona, but yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I'd love the Houston idea. If that ever came through, I'd take Houston in a heartbeat. Hey, would you take Houston over BYU or Utah? No. What? You wouldn't? I wouldn't. 
It's going to save you a lot more money, and I think there's more natural rivalries with Utah and BYU. 3426, yes, completely. Natural rivalry, like the whole natural rivalry thing's kind of gone its wayside, especially with Utah. We need to let it go. It's not going to happen. We're not going to play them in football. We're not going to play them in basketball. We're not a rivalry anymore. That is not a rivalry, period. End of story. Not. BYU, sure, yes. Look, Houston provides great opportunity to get into a great big media market, great recruiting ground. Yes. It definitely has its advantages. But I think all things being equal, BYU and Utah would make more sense. 1570 texting. What about Nebraska? Hey, I'm all about Nebraska Cornhuskers. We beat them in basketball on a yearly basis. Like, it would be a tradition like unlike any other. <laughs> Football, we might be in a little bit of trouble. It depends who's coaching. If it's Bo Pelini, we definitely have a chance. Actually, I think we could beat Nebraska in football. That, that is not the same kind of program it used to be. No. I th- Yeah. Hey, man, if we could play the Nebraska of today when we had our team like 12 years ago, we would have beat those guys. I'm dead serious, too. We, oh my gosh, I'd love to play Nebraska now. I'd like to get a whack at them. Huh. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, kind of fun. It's kind of just, you know, we're talking about Super League, so why not? But would there be a place for some sports league to adopt something similar to what is used in Europe? What do you mean? If you have success, you move up to a higher level. If you're not having success, you go nah. down. So then you're always competing with like-minded type institutions. Okay. So if Nebraska doesn't have a success in football, we drop them down to the FCS level so they can murder everybody inside. No, you don't drop them down to FCS. Maybe you just move them to a different conference. Yeah, but then what if that conference isn't regionally based? That's the other problem with it. When has that mattered anymore? It does matter. When you're in the Big Ten, you got Nebraska on one side and Maryland on the other? Okay, yeah, but okay, going from Nebraska to Maryland to or Nebraska to California to play San Jose State. Not a heck of a whole lot of difference, to be honest. Actually, it would be a quicker flight. It's, it's too... I mean, it's just too all over the place. It would get so messy so quickly. Every year, it'd be... Can you imagine the build-up and lead-up? Like, okay, this is what happened last year, so these teams are moving up, and these teams are moving down. Uh, 8968, one of the only reasons I wouldn't particularly want BYU or Utah is that they would stonewall Utah State out of the WAC conference when it was formed. Uh, 9315. So the only reason why we wouldn't create something now is just because we're bitter over something that happened. Well, Utah's bitter, and look how successful they are. Decades and decades. Right? Right? Utah's bitter and look how successful they are. Can't say no to that. Uh, 9315, only in a COVID year does travel matter. That's a good point. 2603, uh, you can keep the conferences regional still while doing the soccer move up and down. Yeah, I think it's possible. Okay, so if Utah State were to move up, they were to go where? If Utah State were to move up, they'd go to the Pac-12. Okay, and if they were to move down, they'd go where? Or are we are are we as low as it gets? Well, how low can you possibly you get out, go? <laughs> well, when you get out in the West like this, there aren't very many options. When you get to the Midwest and the Eastern Com- East Coast, there are a lot more options. Three, That's four, true. two, the, six. The WAC—they're trying to bring football back. That's right. Yeah. Well, okay. So who's in the WAC conference anymore? 
Is it still like Law Tech and those guys? No. Who's in the whack? Boy, that's a good. Three, question. four, two, six. Weber State. Well, yeah. Do you do you do away with FCS? No, no, because that'd be so unfair for those teams. Look, but those teams would still they'd play. Look, you play like-minded schools at your certain level. No, but here's the, but again, it's about the fairness of competition. Okay, we're talking about FCS level teams. What if a Nebraska struggles and because they're losing to you know Big Ten teams and such, and you drop them down to an FCS level or a lower conference, even in a lower conference, Eric, they would destroy those teams. What you're gonna move? You're gonna move Nebraska to the Sun Belt? Or I mean, sorry, are you gonna move LSU to the Sun Belt? That's what you, I mean, dude. Do you realize the massacre that would happen over there? It would be horrible. It wouldn't be long, and they'd be back up. Oh, okay. So okay, they're beating up on lower. But if teams, like you have the raging cage right back up, or playing great, and they're beating their competition. Hey, raging cages! Congratulations, give them an you opportunity guys to move up. up. Uh, your game next Saturday night. Uh, so see here, nationally televised ABC. Yet you're playing Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Good luck to you guys. Congratulations. Well, I don't know how it works in Europe, but how, like, when you make that move, I would assume it's after the season. Is that? I don't think those moves happen in mid-season. Maybe it happens later in the year. I don't know. I'll need some help on that from our text line. Okay, and then when the does other- the relegation happen? Do you move up or down the following year? Oh, that's a good question. Or does it happen? In season. If it happens in season, that'd be so messy. Uh, that would be okay, really hard so to figure out schedules. In basketball, would it be Utah State moves to the big sky? Oh, three, four, two, six. Yes, it is the following year. Yeah, that oh, would okay. make more sense. Yep, 2603, same thing. End of the year for the following year. So wait, so if Utah State struggles, they go to the big sky, they would thrash those teams. Thrash them. Right. There'd be, be no competition. They bounce back up. They would yo-yo back Great. up. You're undefeated in the Big Sky, so you're rewarded with a 13 seed. And then you have okay, and then, but then you have an opportunity to move back up into a bigger you're not league, a bigger so you're conference. Back, so you're going back to the Mountain West Conference. And if you play well there, you can move on up. Keep going up. Go to the Pac-12. You'd skip over the West Coast Conference. You yeah, three, four, two, six. If you were the last three teams in your conference, yes. You move down, the top three teams move up. Send San Jose, New Mexico, send send them down to the big sky. I would agree. Give Weber State, look, if they're the top team in the big sky, Montana, whatever, whomever, Southern Utah, if they have a great year, give them an opportunity to move up. There's a reward for playing well and a penalty for not playing well. And if you're trying to rebuild... You go down to a lower level, which helps you, and you uh, get your stuff together, and you move back up. By the uh, way, a whack for football. They're reinstating football. New members announced include what's called the Texas Four, Abilene Christian, Lamar, Sam Houston State, and Stephen F. Austin. Oh, boy. All currently of the Southland Conference, along with... Southern Utah University, currently of the Big Sky. So SUU is going to be part of the WAC. Interesting. 2603, think of the weak teams on the SEC moving down with a team like Boise State getting a chance to move up. Hmm. Hmm. 
But see, some of those teams would be able to compete in those upper-tier conferences, like Boise State. In basketball, Utah State definitely could. In football, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Right. Would it, I think that's where the challenge would be, because you have different sports. Like, would one sport be moving up in another sport for one conference, and its sport, but another team not? Like, yeah. Is it everything all together? Do you have to meet certain metrics for both football and basketball to move up? Yeah, I'm move with down? you. 3-4-2-6. In basketball, it would have been San Diego State, Utah State, Colorado State, leaving Boise State out. Fair enough. It would have been San Diego State, Saucy. Utah State, and Colorado State leaving Boise State out. Interesting. Yeah, Boise State finished fourth. But you, okay, so but realistically, okay, let's play this game. San Diego State would compete in the Pac-12 and do just fine. Would Utah State or Colorado State be able to hold their own in the Pac-12 in basketball? In football, I don't know. I I, I doubt it. In basketball, could they? Probably not. Not for very long. Yeah. Yep. And, and would you get a share of revenues if you go to those higher levels? I see, mean, and that's that. Okay. If there's one good thing that comes out of it. If you get it pop up for yeah. a year or two. Yeah. No, absolutely. If there's one good thing that comes out of it, there's the revenue, right? Right. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yes, you will go back and forth according to your performance. No need to keep asking what happens after good, bad performance. Can't imagine more than two top teams and two bottom teams. Put, uh, or let's see. I don't know. Uh, bottom teams uh, go, I guess, end up changing conference each season. All per conference changing each season. Got it. Uh, three, four, two, six. I don't think they would be the bottom three and regulated. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, all you got to do is compete enough to be better than the bottom three. Oh, that'd be so much fun. See, I went from hating this idea to actually being like, I know. Let's do it. I think let's it's, do there's it. There's enough. Let's freaking do it. There's I enough see overlap. Utah State football go compete against Oregon State or against Arizona, against Arizona State. I want to well, see what they could do. So if you're let's uh, if you're Fresno State for kicks and giggles, you're Fresno State, and you're playing well, and you move up to the Pac-12. Okay, great. Then you don't do well. You get sent back down. Do you choose to go back to the Mountain West, or do you choose to go to the West Coast Conference because regionally, travel-wise, it's closer? See, doesn't it make it worse? Because then, do you, you have know, like pre-designated you routes? Have, you need to have unique. Like, if Fresno State leaves, they need to have a team replace Fresno State. If they decide to come back, or if they're getting moved back down, they need to have someone in that conference because to make it an equal amount of teams. Because you can't uneven things. I mean, I get the regional base thing. I, I, I totally do. I think it's right, a great Right, you have swap. to make it more yeah. regionally based. I mean, you can't summon someone else across the country. Or um, do you say, we're going to do a California Super League? Yes. Ooh. Or a Pacific Coast Super League. California Super League. I could get, that could get fun. 2603, I think you would have to have regionally based levels. Absolutely. Yes, the regional thing makes complete but sense. You have the you have the MAC and you have the American Athletic. They kind of 
they're in those Midwest areas. You have the Sun Belt. You have other conferences that overlap with a lot of these other ones with the Power Five conferences. But here's the thing. Here's another question for you. A top-of-the-line MAC team, right, gets sent to where they go? Uh, the Big Ten, probably, because they're in right, like, probably that, that the region with A bottom-tier Big Ten team would throttle that top MAC team. Would absolutely throttle him. Okay, in the MAC... I mean, the MAC number one was Toledo. Yep. They were 21 and 9. Buffalo and Akron were the other top three teams, 16 and 9 and 15 and 8, respectively. And in the Big Ten, uh, where'd they go? Big Ten, their, their last three, their, their bottom three teams. Yeah. Nebraska was last at 7 and 20. Minnesota. Second to last at 14 and 15. Um, and then uh, and then it was uh, Northwestern at 9 and 15. Okay. Northwestern, Minnesota, Nebraska would be any of those three top MAC teams. Absolutely. Would they? Yes. I mean, the, I mean, you're talking, I mean, look, one, <laughs> the Appalachian State, Michigan scenarios. Are not coming along as along like as often as you think. Now, granted, a team like Kansas, who is the bottom of the barrel of Division One football, is going to have those common losses. But uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern—they aren't losing to the MAC. Uh, I don't uh, know. Six, seven, eight, nine, five regional super conferences. Listen to this. I like this idea. Five regional super conferences. Each with three or four subconferences tiered with a top, mid, lower, bottom. What do you think? I think it's interesting. Five regional super conferences, each with three or four subconferences, tiered with a top, mid, lower, bottom. Huh? Huh? Good work. I but, think this is a really interesting idea. But uh, but again, Nebraska is beating those kind of teams without even breathing. I don't know about that. Nebraska is not a good basketball. Three four two six. School. Nebraska couldn't beat their way out of a wet paper bag with a corn cob. <laughs> <laughs> Nine three one five. What if they had some sort of playing game to see if you move up or down? Don't talk about playing games with Ajay. It gets him bothered. Hey, don't don't talk about playing games with Eric. Then he creates other <laughs> incredibly dumb scenarios. Well, here's the bottom three in the Pac-12. Okay, give me. Do you have that? Yep. Let's hear it. In this last year, okay, the la- the the worst team in the Pac-12 was Cal. They were nine and twenty. Okay. Washington five and twenty-one. Washington State fourteen and thirteen. Okay, give me the bottom three of the Mountain West. And I know it's kind of charcoaled a little bit because of the fact of COVID interrupted, but. Sorry, I should, uh, let me correct that. It was actually Washington, Cal, and Arizona State. Those are the worst teams in the Mountain in the uh, Pac-12. Okay. So I had my search function. All right. Funny. So then you want the top three in the Mountain West? Yes. 
Well, that was uh, San Diego State, Utah State, and Colorado State. Oh, we're, uh, this is basketball. Oh, you're asking football? Well, I, whichever. I didn't know which one you were doing. Okay, so we're doing we're doing basketball. San Diego State would be fine. Colorado State would be intriguing. I think Utah State would have done some damage. I think Utah State they would have been better than the last three. Eric, but Eric, remember when we thought we were going to beat Washington in the uh, NCAA tournament, and we got throttled by Washington? Really? And that was a mid-level team, an upper to mid-level team in the Pac-12. Top tier, really? It was a, that year they were a top tier Pac-12 team. Two six zero three. But remember, if it is regionally, it's not just a straight matchup of Big Ten and MAC. There's Cincinnati, Dayton, et cetera, et cetera. It's a good point. Yeah. That's okay. True. So wait, Mountain West. Okay. So in basketball, it was Cal, Washington, and Arizona State. Yes. And then the top three in basketball, of course, were San Diego State, Utah State, Colorado State. Yep. What about in football? Football, well, I mean, well, I guess football had COVID issues, so it wouldn't really matter because Utah State was at the bottom, but, I mean, we didn't really ever. Six, seven, eight, nine. At the end of your season, the top two or three teams of the lower conference play the bottom three of the next conference up. If they win, they swap places. That would be an awesome postseason with a lot on the line. I love that idea. So you take those top two or three teams in basketball or football. You have them play the other bottom three or I guess the bottom three in the in a conference below you, and you win, finders keepers, losers weepers. I'd be okay with that. I don't know how it would shake out for us, though. The The biggest problem would be how do you share the revenue? Yeah, that's How are true. you determining revenue if people are coming and going? And you know those, those lower-tiered teams in those power conferences, there's no way they would sign off on this. Because it would mean they could be sent down and lose out on the gravy train that the conference is already set up for. Okay, but then there's some teams that are like, yeah, dude, we can, go, we can make our way up. Now, we might finish in the bottom of the pile in the conference one up ahead of us, but we're going to make some dough doing it. it, it it's it, it's a risk-reward. It's true. You don't think Alabama and Florida are going to say Vanderbilt? Come on. You have to sign off on this. <laughs> okay, hey, so really quick, I know we got to go to break, but three teams in football that you think would be successful in, in the Pac-12 conference, from Mountain West Conference to Pac-12 football. Boise State. Okay. San Diego State. Yes. Fresno State. Fr- yeah, actually, Maybe. Fresno would be good one. No, I was about to say Wyoming. Or Fresno well, would be right now, good. Wyoming, yeah. Okay, basketball, you would say what? San Diego State. Yep. Utah State. Yes. Uh, probably Colorado State. That's mine, 3 2. I and you know Colorado what? State ahead and of by Nevada. the way, those three teams would finish in the middle tier of the Pac 12. They wouldn't finish at the bottom. They do a lot better than expected. We got to go to break. Yeah, we do. Uh, coming up on the other side here, we're going to talk about high school football. We can talk about football. Uh, high school football, their schedules are out. We're going to take a look at the non-region schedules that have been announced for Region 11 teams and uh, kind of give you a quick preview of what these teams' schedules look like coming up later on this fall. 
And it's also continuing on. And what went wrong Wednesday? Continue to get your uh, <laughs> your complaints about what went wrong. Uh, by the way, also the NFL owners have a- agreed to some rule changes. Are, are any of those misguided, or are they going to help the game uh, move forward? We'll talk about that all coming up here on the Full Court Press. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. If you want to weigh in, Text us on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. I I think this idea of relegated leagues probably makes the most sense for college football and men's basketball. But keeping track of the money, convincing those lower-tiered teams and power conferences to sign off on it, I just probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't work. Could make it really fun, though. Uh, High school football is coming up. The schedules are out, and the first games are scheduled for August 13th. Mark your calendars. August 13th is when high school football resumes for Northern Utah for Region 11. Uh, It looks like each team will have... Uh, was it four non-region games? Yep. Got a couple of Utah versus Idaho matchups as well. Those are always really fun. I've enjoyed those. Yeah, they're kind of uh, they're developing into kind of regular mainstay yeah. rivalries, which is kind of fun. They've been great. They've been great for both states. They've been great for the teams. Great for uh, you know just the communities as well. Really well attended, Eric. The, those I'm, I'm glad that we're still doing that. Skyview's kind of been the team that's really headed that off the most. That's true. They kind of started it, and yep, others have absolutely joined on. Uh, for Bear River, a couple uh, schools on their schedule, which are traditional rivalries for them as well. Uh, they start out at Morgan. It's always a great matchup between the Bears and the Trojans. Uh, they have the uh, uh, Battle of the Golden Spike. Is that what they call it? Against Bob yep. Selder? Yep. That's going to be on September 3rd. It's exciting. Their last game before they get into region play. Uh, they also play at Madison, uh, and they are going to host Clearfield. That's their non-region. Uh, Green Canyon, uh, they host Crimson Cliffs, team from down south. Uh, Park City, and uh, they are also going to host Skyline. And then they take one road trip 
in the non-region where they head to Morgan. So pretty favorable home schedule there for Green Canyon to get things started. Uh, Logan, they're at Viewmont to get things started. Then they host Juan Diego. So that's a good early season test for the Grizzlies. They host Stansbury, and then they go to Highland, just uh, up in uh, Pocatello. That's the Logan Grizzlies non-region. Uh, Ajay, what about the Mustangs? Have you got the Mustangs schedule? Uh, yes, I did. Jeez. Yeah, just, I, I just pulled Eric right there, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they end up uh, starting off with Stansbury, I believe. Is that right? Yep. Uh, which it's actually, I think, I can't remember if they, I think they played Stansbury they played each the last, other. last three years. Yeah. Is that I right? They played each other in the playoffs yeah. too. Oh, that's right. That was the game I called. That was the uh, last second touchdown from Stansbury to, uh, to beat Mountain Crest in that opening round. That's right. Uh, and then they would have, doggone, I, I swear I had it. Now I got to look at this. Sorry. Give me one moment. I swear I got it. Don't yell at me. There it is. Maybe. This sucks, man. I had it, too. That's a bummer. Oh, there it is. Let's see. Mountain Crest. You know, I had you make a copy so you'd have your own personal... I know, and I left it in, in my hand. next to my desk. I was running, and my audio wasn't working. I'm sorry. Okay, Mountain Crest football schedules. Yeah. Start at Stansbury. Home against Wasatch. Those have been two really good battles in back-to-back years, both on the road and at home. Uh, Box Elders at Mountain Crest as well. Bonneville comes to Mountain Crest. They had a controversial ending uh, two years ago. Logan, and they start region play... Uh, Logan, uh, Green Canyon, Ridgeline, Skyview, and Bear River, and then Maple Mountain to uh, conclude the season on UEA weekend. Ooh, I forgot about looking at those. Yeah. Yeah, Bear River, they're going to host uh, Layton on that, U- on that fall break. We don't call it UEA anymore. Oh, yeah, fall break. Sorry, everybody. Uh, and then Ridgeline gets Box Elder. Looks like Green Canyon is not going to uh, participate. Yeah, they didn't last year e- either, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, looks like Logan isn't either. Yeah, Logan doesn't have a game that weekend. Uh, Ridgeline? Yes. All oh, my doing Ridgeline, too? Some okay. similar schools here that we've uh, heard with the other teams that are they're hey, playing. Hey, their, their preseason schedule is absolutely wonderful. I love what they continue to do on the preseason schedule. They got Snow Canyon on there, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, that's And that's one of the bigger games because Snow Canyon's a constantly... You know, good team coming out of St. George. There's a 5 o'clock kickoff for that one. Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. What if it's a TV game or something? I don't know. Oh, maybe just give them more time to get back home. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they really don't want them staying overnight anymore, huh? Maybe. Uh, Ridgeline opens at Bonneville. They host Stansbury, host Snow Canyon. Then they travel to Woods Cross, and uh, they finish off their season with that uh, fall break game um, against Box Elder. That's a good game against a 5A school. And then finishing it off, Skyview hosting Harriman, going to Bonneville. Skyview goes to Rigby, and then they host Mountain Ridge. And uh, they are going to finish off that uh, fall weekend with uh, a game against Bountiful. That's a, that's a really good game to end the regular season on. So you see a lot of Bonneville. Like Bonneville's going to play... All of their non-region games are going to against, be against Region 11. You see a lot of Stansbury against these schools. And uh, like you said, there's a, a good number of Idaho schools on the list too. Yeah, Highland Idaho is obviously one of the more traditional opponents they've played. 
Um, Sky Ridge, Idaho, I believe, or Sky Skyline, Idaho is Skyline. another team. Yep, has been on that list. They've been on there a couple of years too. So again, I, I love that little relationship we got over there. Look, it's you're traveling just as far to going north as you are going south with some of these games. Mm, yes. So why not? Why not play in Idaho school? All right, some additional thoughts and previews for the Utah Jazz as they take on the Houston Rockets. Uh, it's a 6 o'clock tip-off, so we have a little bit early out here on the Full Court Press. So give some final thoughts about the Jazz. Coming up next to the Full Court Press. This, he put on the download here, is the Dan Patrick Show. They didn't go, hey, you know what? We have 16. Why don't we go to 15? Why don't we go to 14? But the NFL with 17 games? All right. More fantasy, more gambling, yeah, more money. Jesse. Feels like we're entering the load management era of uh, NFL with all these, all these games. I'm going to sit this week nine out. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. A fan. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Utah High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Utah High School Activities Association and the Utah Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Actually, uh, needed to mention this, some NFL owners agreeing to some new rule changes one of them has to do with the replay. Existing replay officials who sit up in the press box, they will have the authority to consult with ref- referees on certain specific objective play aspects of a play when clear and obvious video evidence is present. Uh, they, uh, they will not be able to throw flags or reverse calls on their own, but they can now offer more advice to referees based on what they're seeing on the broadcast. So, Interesting. Uh, especially when it comes to the location of the ball relative to the boundary or end line, whether a player is down by contact, things like that. Um, they're going to change stuff with onside kicks. So uh, not really anything significant. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Yeah, so, Jazz Houston and I, I like the Jazz by a lot. Arion Ilasoy was questionable. Now he is available to play. 